According to Z-Wave, there's there's just a permanent leak in my washing machine that I can't turn off. <laughs> <laughs> and Home Assistant's like, I can't help you. I don't know. I don't know. So, sounds like stored cross-site scripting to me with the reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit flipped, and now it's just permanently leak. It's just permanent. Oh. Leak, true. As long as it's only a virtual leak and not an actual water leak. Mm. Well, that's what well, the whole never know. How would I know? The, 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 the sensor right. says there's a water leak, but yeah. then I go up into, I mean, I guess maybe it's like the leak. water on the floor or the fact that you're growing mold. I mean, but, it, but that's not that's not how that doesn't that isn't automated. That's manual. That's me manually checking the leak, which I already do just permanently. Like in my house, I'm always checking for leaks. Like I'm just like looking around, being like, "Is there water on the floor? Did a cat pee? What is going on?" Right, a cat pee. Oh man, let's play cat or appliance. Round pick, and the cats love to go behind the washer too. So I mean, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have found the litter box. So, okay, are we doing? Are we doing the news? No, we're going to we talk will about eventually. The news? Corey, like you want to host because uh, Florida man over here, Ralph, is uh, under strep throat. Yeah, uh, I, I got you. If no one under else wants to do it, I got throat you. advisory. It's a storm I'm not of brilliance. <laughs> I just work here, man, <laughs> and right. sing. I mean, th- okay, yeah, send it. Corey's going to take Hold it. Hold the finger. All right, let's John do will this. show up, too. M- Mood ring John will show up. Don't Mood worry. Ring. <laughs> I've always loved clowns. Clowns bring me so much joy. There, there he is. There's our John. <laughs> yes. All right, now, now the video. Now the video. <laughs> he showed up. I mean, we can say he officially showed up. It wasn't... Yeah. It was, it was dark, John, but we he was should, here. We, we should have it's something like a correspondent on, on the news. We should have something at Wild West Hacking Fest where a whole bunch of us show up in clown costumes. <laughs> we already have that. It's called Get Shot by John at his house. <laughs> <laughs> that, that got dark fast, really. No, he uses rubber bullets. He uses a paintball gun or rubber bullets. Where there's people around. Oh, it's in the PHIS handbook, non lethal pr- clown protections. It's section 7.2. Have you not read it? Jeez. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I just yeah. read that part. I always read that part. You, you got to check that part because it's the, C- the non CJ hasn't part, gone right? over that in the in the meeting yet under training. <laughs> All right, roll the finger. Yeah, it's, it's undocumented. If they bring it up, then it's a problem. Welcome to Black Hills Information Security, talking about the news. Today is March 27th, 2023, and I'm here instead of John, and I apologize. Good job. But I have people with me. It's not just me, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> we have Ryan, we have Bronwyn, we have Cameron, we have Mike, we have BSD Bandit, a.k.a. Ow. Yip, yip. Yip, yip. <laughs> and we have Florida Man, who has strep throat, but has showed up anyway. I mean, that's truthfully... Like that's, that's dedication. dedication. You you can't there miss a go. show. Or don't underestimate know. Florida Man. Yes, exactly. That's right. Nope. The strep throat nope. actually makes him stronger. That's right. There you go. Yeah, just like he does had, not kill us. It's it's like kind of like the COVID boosters, but it just keeps getting strep throat. Mm. Oh. 
So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about North Korean hackers, as always. That's every week. We're going to talk about breach sites being shutting down. We're going to talk mm. about Rip Gordon Moore. His law still kind of true, still kind of not. We'll talk about that. Mm. We'll talk about... Uh, what apparently, about we're going to talk about the Pope in a puffer jacket. Uh, mm. uh, Are we going to talk only about how he was incident. Or <laughs> I, I, I guess yeah. we're going to talk about how John loves clowns, too, because we already talked about that. Oh. <laughs> Another breach form shutting down. I think we kind of talked about that a little bit. So, but. yeah, the basically the story, if you weren't paying attention, was the breach forums operator, or I guess admin got FBI raided. And I read the entire court document this morning is very interesting. Wow. And basically, um, you know, how did they find him? Various techniques, including he used his real IP address to access raid forums, which is the previous version of that. And um, basically, this is causing a lot of fallout. The uh, admins of the site, Breach Forums, decided to shut it down because they have the database, right? So... um, (laughs) If anyone wants the court documents, I've got them from some sketchy telegram that I'm in, so I wouldn't... I'll send them to you in an executable format. Just oh, PDF. But, yeah, basically, Ooh. this is uh, interesting. Um, not that interesting. These sites are kind of... I, I see them. One of the interesting things, and this is my perspective, is there's going to be another one. You no. know there's going to be another one. Uh, it's like the Pirate Bay or something. You can shut like five of them down and there's going to be five more next week. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's my opinion, at least. Kaza continues. They're like cockroaches. <laughs> you can't get yeah. rid of them. So you, you kill 50 and 29 million come back. Mm, yeah. With a vengeance. So, and by the way, one of the interesting things from the court documents that I read is that he was making about $1,000 a day from this site. Yeah, I mm. bet. So that's, uh, I don't know, $1,000 a day times 30, $30,000. I mean, that's a lot of server bills. That, that, that's yeah. like profit, yeah. or that's uh, revenue, not profit. So who knows like mm-hmm. how much the server bills. $1,000 um, a day, 365 days in a year. Yeah. Yeah, but then you kind of, when you really do the math, you're like, okay, so let's say he made, let's say he made like 500 grand. That's very optimistic. That is like not that high when you factor in the value of your no. future career. Right, like, <laughs> even if you're making a hundred grand a year, you could balance that out in five years of not being in jail. Well, well mm-hmm. career. What about life? Yeah, you know? right. Every criminal. How many, <laughs> how, how many opportunities have just gone away from having become? Well, he did the crime. Now he's got to do right. the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think the charges are that heavy. Uh, I don't think the charges are particularly gnarly. It's like distribute data device or hacking devices or things like that like basically you can't there's laws against distributing like valid credentials and things the news article is pretty or the news article the um indictment or what court documents or whatever are pretty clear like i think i think he's kind of screwed he also apparently admitted to some of this stuff like when they contacted like when they so he's already admitted to this so i think he's just i think he's just like yeah it's so the jigs basically yeah, it's pretty much done. yeah if he confessed he's yeah. toast yeah, i think he confessed done. Which, I mean, to be fair, based on the evidence the FBI had, he was screwed anyway. He had but, no choice. Yeah, he really yeah. had no choice. <laughs> I'll take the plea. Take yeah. The- I'll, take, I'll, I'll, I'll take the documents in executable format. I mean, you know. Yeah, from my perspective as an, inc- <laughs> as an incident or, uh, you know, OSINT person, I mean, this I need this data to keep people safe from it. Like, mm. not, that I'm, not that I'm going out and buying the 
most expensive, you know, all oh, this is a uh, Neopets for 50k. I'm not spending that kind of money, but ultimately defense people need access to this so they can invalidate the yeah. data right you got to know if you're leaked if it's if it's a yeah. closed forum then who then, knows yeah so it's actually so okay this is this this brings up an interesting point because if you read through the court documents he actually did use nordvpn and they had to kind of they well not not specifically NordVPN. He used this is not VPN. sponsored or advertised by NordVPN. But <laughs> right. yeah, we are not. Sp- we're sponsored by other things that are not uh, NordVPN. But basically, here's what they did, and this is going to shock you. They were able to correlate this device using NordVPN, and then also using NordVPN with the same IP to access his personal Gmail and uh-huh. his yeah. iPhone, his Apple account. Yeah. And Netflix yeah. and all these other. How did they get that information? Yes. Oh, they subpoenaed it. They basically yep. what? So basically, what you need to know from a legal perspective is that you might not be able to say this IP address, which is a NordVPN IP address, is owned by this person who you're charging. But what you can say is they also they, used <laughs> this IP address to access their personal Gmail, their yes. personal e- like all yes. that stuff that is yes. tied to them. So basically. It's not hmm. like you can pull the IPs and correlate based on that. So it's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But is this a case so. of correlation, not causation? Uh, the courts will <laughs> the courts will decide. The courts will decide that. But based on the legal proceedings, I don't think he's getting out of that one. No, he's not. He didn't no. read the fine print. He is done. I'm sorry. So, like, I mean, I don't think I don't yeah. think he'll go to jail for that long. He's young, and it's not at least in my perspective the grand scheme of things distributing i mean i guess i don't know i, I don't know what wow. i think the max sentence know. is like 10 years so it's not like yes. brutal i'm sorry one day is brutal <laughs> <laughs> i mean you have a point one day is brutal you see these you have a point but aren't you surprised they're not just like life in prison he's a cyber criminal <laughs> no i'm <laughs> not away. he can never be free right yeah um, bec- like i don't know i'm even if they throw the book at him 10 years max like you could restart your life it's sad i mean it's sad to imagine but he probably won't get the max like there are and if you listen to darknet diaries there are many cyber criminals wade was talking last week about how in the uk they have a special program where like you're you're if you're a minor your record's anonymous like you can actually Mm -hmm. enter the society after because your name isn't disclosed unlike this guy whose name is all over the internet right but basically it's he could pull a Kevin Mitnick and become a security consultant. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I do kind of feel for him on some level because I don't think he was particularly egregious about what he was doing. It's like he wasn't like he didn't try to like if we're thinking like Silk Road, he wasn't like trying to put hits on people. He wasn't yeah. like at least not not that we know of. He, he was wasn't basically encouraging just, swatting or anything like that. No, he was like actually just running this site which happens to be dealing in illegal and stolen data but <laughs> from his perspective he's just filling fulfilling a need that the industry industry has which is to have someone run the site like he ran a middleman service and they actually charge him with that mm-hmm. meaning you have hacked data you're willing to sell it but you don't trust the person you're you're selling it to mm-hmm. or the person buying it doesn't trust you it's like a yeah so he would serve right. as a middleman and he actually didn't charge a fee for that so like he like literally real estate agents. How nice yeah. of him. Yeah. He's yeah, he's better than real estate. They charge like 2.5% yeah, or whatever. Yeah, dude, way more. Way. So, yeah, better I, than real yeah. estate. 
I, but still, I mean, doing something illegal, I think it comes down to he's young. He's not thinking through uh, what yeah. he's actually doing. So yeah. I have a uh, cybercrime story to uh, follow up with this one. Uh, and I started okay. this one out uh, kind of when, before we went on air and everyone said, stop telling the story. So my, uh, my wife's uh, dad told me that he got scammed this weekend. And I was like, okay, you know, how, how'd you get scammed? He goes, he was looking for the phone number for YouTube TV so that he could get a deal. All right. And if you don't know, YouTube TV doesn't have a phone number. So um, I'm probably already describing his age at this point. But he was looking <laughs> on Google. Which, and, by the way, that is a weird concept if yes, you think about it. Right. Yes, like if did. you think about the concept of like, oh, yeah, we don't have a phone number. Yes, I know. So he wanted to call them to get the you know like introductory special they have for YouTube TV. Right. So he went, did a Google search. And this comes down to a lot of different cyber crime tactics that are going on here. So what happened was, is that in the search results, he got a result for, hey, call this number for YouTube TV. Right. Now, right. what this is, is it's a targeted advertisement, right? Yeah, that it's cyber criminals will insert. And I won't see that advertisement. Okay. Because you block ads. No, because I'm not old enough. You can target <laughs> age groups. Seriously. Because yeah, I, thought, you're right. I thought that, oh, yeah, you know, like it must be in the list here. And on his phone, it was. And on mm. my phone, it wasn't. Right. So mm. the same search, the same website. Anyways, so he calls this number up to that he thinks is YouTube. It's not YouTube. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. He said his first indicator that something might be suspicious is that they had an Indian accent, whatever. Um, it's but he's common. trying not to be judgmental. Yes, so it's common for these scams to happen in India yeah. if, you're not, if you're not aware, right? So anyways, he asked for this deal, you know, the introductory deal. They're like, oh, yeah, no, don't worry. We can, we can take care of this for you, right? And so this is where it gets interesting. And I didn't really realize this. And there's probably more YouTube videos that talk about this. But this is where the scam gets interesting, okay? So what they did is they told him to open up his iPhone, right? And to go into your apps, right, on your iPhone. And mm -hmm. inside there, you inside the app store, you can buy a gift card, okay? And you can, inside there, you can buy a gift card and you can send it to an email address, right? And so what they asked him to do was to enter in his email address, okay, and send the money to him. And then they put, they told him on the other, in the amount to put other and to put $500. And I guess, I'm not sure why he wasn't totally thrown off by this, but it gets interesting. So he ends up sending or, or, or purchasing the gift card, okay? So this is totally legitimate. This is, you know, buying a gift card directly from Apple and you get a email that comes back to you uh, as, a, uh, as the gift card. Since you send it to yourself, right, there's a little code at the bottom to redeem it. There's also a little link that you can click to redeem the gift card, right? And they asked him to take a screenshot and send it to him, right? Send it to them. Now, he says that in, at that point, he realized that this was a scam. So he was like, no, hell no, I'm not doing this. And he hangs up the phone. Okay. Of course, they call right back and he's like, no way. Hangs up the phone. Now, I'm not sure where this went. And I did a bunch of like investigating to try to figure out how they did this. But the long story short is 
He never read the code to them, and he tells me he never sent them a screenshot. But they got the code and spent all of the money. Now, what makes this scam wild is because he bought the gift card in his name to his email, right? When he goes to the Apple and says, hey, I got scammed, they're like, of course you did got scammed. I want my $500 back. <laughs> right? Like you Right. Does that make sense? Like yeah, he, yeah. you can't prove that you didn't just spend it on yes, you know, yeah. Candy Crush Saga. The same yeah. with the bank, too. The bank's like, well, we're going to investigate this. Like how, you know, how how did it happen? So, after thinking about it a little bit, I came up with two possible solutions, right? Number 1 is they got into his email, all right? He has the a credit email. stuffed. Yeah, and he doesn't have two-factor. Now, I checked and I couldn't find his password on the internet. Okay. Uh, I looked and, you know, I didn't do like a crazy search, but, you know, let's assume that these scammers aren't that great. Okay. And then the second thing, the second possibility was, you know, he read it to them or something. He doesn't recall, you know, that part of the story or whatever. But um, yes, wild. Okay. So the moral of this story. If anyone ever asks you to buy a gift card in any kind of phone transaction, no. This is scammer's delight. Gift cards are incredibly difficult to track, and both banks and Apple will not do anything for you. They do not want to talk to you about this. Once it's a gift card, it is gone. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, Which is accurate wow. for giving gift cards to people as well, because once <laughs> right. you give someone a gift card, it sits in their, <laughs> it sits in their uh, pocket for three years yeah. until I'm like, I've been to Starbucks like 14 times since I got the Starbucks gift card, and I've never used it. Like, why? Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, kind of a fun scam story. Enough for him. He's out the five hundred dollars, and nobody really yeah. wants to talk to him. No, he paid five hundred dollars no. for cybersecurity awareness training. Yes, it's cybersecurity Ooh. awareness. Training. But so we do that. Should we just start scamming people and say it's cybersecurity awareness training? No, probably not. Okay. Yeah, it's I, interesting. I think, it's, I think that's a little different from an internal fish. So, Florida man, here's a question for you. What's up? Would you recommend changing your age profile on Google Ads as a defense mechanism so that you don't get hit by these sorts of scams? Yes. Put yourself as under 13, under then you're not 13. even legally allowed yeah. to use them. They're not legally allowed to send you those, right? So, I mean, <laughs> this is so this is a real problem in cybersecurity, right? Yeah. It's something that I really noticed when I started thinking about this scenario, right? First, older generations just don't know about this stuff. And even younger generations right. fall for these scams too, right? So mm -hmm. like, and it comes down to, you know, password hygiene, you know, overall, just like understanding, you know, that like Corey brought up, it's weird to not have a phone number, right? That like some of this stuff doesn't exist and how to validate people and that the scam market out there is huge. And they're looking for any way possible to scam you however, however right it's also taking advantage of a known what we tell people to do which is don't yes. go to the website google it like that's yeah. actually what we tell people but then we need to yeah. also tell people to make sure they don't look at the ads or to use an ad blocker because yeah. we know that ads and malware are just together and, and also hand, the gift card yeah. thing yes so. yeah so well anyways. that sucks but at least he got cybersecurity awareness training that he didn't ask for or need so the there only thing go. the only thing well, that he needed mm. it he just yeah. didn't ask for it <laughs> I could not figure out how they got the code, though. I kept thinking that they sent a fake email or that he went Screenshot? to a website. The only the, he either read it, right? Either read the code or yeah. they got it from the screenshot that he took. I think they got or, it from the screenshot. I think yeah. the latter. 
Probably got it from Mike, a screenshot. Maybe, had, maybe they got access to his computer. I don't know. May, uh, we're starting to push this. I mean, <laughs> well, I thought I thought he called them. He didn't. It wasn't yes. like voice. Yes. So here's like landline thing. call. Here's the or... last little piece I'll put in here for possibly the the mystery to the puzzle. Right? Is that after he had this five hundred dollar gift card, he was like, "Oh crap! Like, what am I going to do?" So he called Apple. Right now, Apple does have a number. Right? It, but. Maybe he went the same route and just this called another scam. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, man. That's possibly oh, what happened. Boy. Some other scammers that, that got it. Be. Some other scammer. <laughs> one person put in all the work to get the gift card, Ooh. and then some other scammer's like, hello, yes, this is Apple. <laughs> You're having issues. <laughs> if, if this is not a wow. scammer chain... <laughs> I think you're right, dude. I honestly yes. okay. So you looked at the access logs in Gmail, and you didn't see any unauthorized access, correct? No, there was no. I didn't see okay. any unauthorized access, and the emails that were sent were it was legitimately a gift card from Apple. Like, okay, there was nothing. Wrong. So that means that you are right, and that whoever he called, yes. social engineered him, and was was also a scammer. So he got double scammed. That's my he guess. He got double wow. scammed. And, wow. and one of the chances Ooh. that it's Wait. the guy sitting next to the first guy. And it's like, are you <laughs> he got double scammed? He got double scammed, but only one scammer walked yes. away yes. with the gold. What, what it was Correct. also funny is they left $1 on the gold card. Oh, man. That's like leaving So a what note. is he going to buy? Should he buy an ad blocker for $1 on the app store? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, that would be a worthwhile investment. Yeah. Or anyway, yeah. similar that's a, that's to a good the one. Yep. North Korean hacker wow. story we have. They might have had an app on his phone that was already um reading his emails. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or the title or of the article is using North Google Co- Chrome. North Korean <laughs> hackers using Google Chrome extensions to steal Gmail emails. That's a shocker. So yeah. this is a joint cybersecurity advisory from the German Federal Office for the Protection of the Constitution, which has such a long acronym, but apparently it shortens down to BFV and the National Intelligence <laughs> Service of the Republic of Korea, NIS, which I assume Republic of Korea, South Korea, right? Not like they're not like, hey, watch out for us. <laughs> Warn about Kim Suki's, which is one of the APT groups, use of Chrome extensions to steal target Gmail emails. So they're a threat group. They use spear phishing. I guess this is interesting. The extension is named AF. And can only be seen in the extensions list if the user enters Chrome Edge Brave extensions. Wow, interesting. So they well, have a way to actually hide. They have a way to hide on the which extension one you're from on. The user. So if you're on Chrome, you just type Chrome extensions. If you're on Edge, which would be Edge. Chrome. Oh, is that is that mm-hmm. true, or do you have to type them all on every browser? No, you. So like, if you if you try it on your own browser right now, it should just be working. I, I don't think I don't think it works on all three. They do make it kind of hard to see the browser extensions, but yeah. basically they. This is, I mean, this attack is something we've actually investigated for our own personal usage. It's pretty common. You basically install the DevTools, use the DevTools API to, you know, then they have a relay server like a C2. They're stealing. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is that they can get access to the emails, right? So this is like where you realize that the browser's security model is terrible. It's absolutely full of holes. And the fact that a browser extension can just read your emails. I mean, the user, I assume, would have to approve the, the add-in, right? I really, really need to do that talk on all web browsers are evil. Oh. <laughs> I've, been, I've been threatening to do it for years. I really just need to break down and do it. 
because they are it is all of them yeah yeah, I mean, like, this came out also while we're talking about info stealers a lot, and I have my blog out about info stealers because, like, the fact that, like, your browser just leaves your cookies relatively unprotected because there's no other mm-hmm. way that the internet works. Like, it's kind of like a lot of things where it wasn't really built for security from the start. It was just, mm-hmm. yeah. like, yeah. It was, just, it was built yeah, for the convenient. user experience. It was built for the user yeah. experience, and the user experience requires I never want to log in to YouTube or Ever any again. site once yeah. I've logged in once. So well, mm-hmm. and as someone who remembers the days before cookies, which is a really scary thing to say, I mean, there. But you didn't need them. You well, didn't need. Them. Well, <laughs> a lot of things didn't did. even have logins back then. Though. We needed like, right. We needed because, of course, HTTP was initially stateless, and mm-hmm. of course, if you're going to do the whole e-commerce thing with putting things in shopping carts and yep. to avoid mm-hmm. having to log in again and again, you, you have to establish persistence. Yeah, and yeah. and cookies were developed. And I remember there was was this one website, and I'd have to go to the Wayback Machine to try and find it. And it laid out. I mean, we're talking pre Y two K, pre Y two K. People knew mm. that cookies were going to be a bad deal, and that they were going to be a huge evil thing and and the website even said the dark side of cookies and uh it was it was amazing and all of the worst predictions that this one website had and again this is pre 2000 Mm -hmm. they've been exceeded (laughs) for hackers no i remember that i remember that our article and it was very eye-opening and it was a lot of people pew pewed it sort of said nah this won't won't happen i mean it's like with everything else there's good sides and bad sides to everything this Mm -hmm. technology won't be used for that we're it's the internet's never going to get that big that it's going to wind up being like that we're all one big happy family at this point in time (laughs) and boy was that article dead on yeah Wait, you know, uh, we, we, we need to find that article, Bronwyn. Get get on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one, this goes back to the. Uh, oh, to the, it uh, was more than just a single article. It was an entire domain. It was an I entire an entire website that was. I'd love to see it. I love like all, looking at old predictions and then seeing what actually came true and what did. Yeah, it's like a time capsule, but for the internet. Yeah, that was. It, I'm sitting here reading it, and I'm going, you know. That's those are actually some really good points. And like I say, every single prediction has been exceeded, especially now we've got super cookies, because even yeah. if even if they're not detecting the the cookie itself, they're also now reading what you have as far as your bookmarks mm-hmm. and and yeah. using that as a means of fingerprinting. So the other the other Everything. side of it is like what mm-hmm. we can do to actually prevent this. They talked about this in the Linus stuff with the LGT right. hack, right? So we're talking but specifically about session, about using session cookies, right? How can we make this better, right? Or like, what are some of the, and some of these security controls already exist, right? But, you know, some sites just mm-hmm. don't care, right? Like, uh, you know, Facebook doesn't ever want to log you out ever, ever 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 because right. for user know, experience they'd rather take the hit oh. on security yeah. and prevent yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and right. and even more <laughs> they want you to log into other services with yes. their login yes exactly so right but what like, can we do to make hazard. it better though like what like what implementate or you know kind of security controls um i mean first of all 
for more privileged access, there should be some kind of, uh, you know, uh, asking for a password or other, you know, other items like that, right? Additional mm -hmm. validation. Additional when you validation certain, for yes. certain kinds of functions. Should and be detection of browser sessions, by yes. the way, which yes. all the good providers do. And this is actually falls part of it. I, I also, I mean, yes, part of it falls on the provider. Yep. Require authentication for it. Like if I'm enabling additional factors or if yep. I'm changing account parameters, like you can just change the name of a YouTube channel without any additional uh, validation. Yeah, yep. That's mm -hmm. not good. You can delete videos without typing in. Like it's just, it's session management. It's like a web app thing. Yeah. Yep. But also um, like bringing users into the awareness of how much their browser cookies have value and how much people are going after them specifically. Because passwords are great. Cookies are better. That is what people need to start realizing. We think about passwords all the time. Oh, are my passwords leaked? Are my, uh, you know, is my password breached on a website? If I've got your cookies, I don't care what your password is. And I don't care about MFA. I don't care about like, there's so many things that you just slip right past security controls. If, if they don't have great session detection, like new device detection, which yeah, a lot of places say, don't. Conditional access is the other thing too, right? So having privileged access to certain sections or certain like tasks right. inside of your web application. The second one is conditional access. If I'm, I'm logged in here, the, the, uh, the mysterious travel between two distinct countries, just ask for my password again. You don't even have to stop it. Just be like, Hey, you know, you're gonna have to log in again because you're coming from Korea now or wherever. And you were just logged in in Colorado. Right? Yes, and this is exactly yeah. But but the thing is, this is where it gets into like the the you know behind the curtain of a business decision, which is yeah. two things. First of all, YouTube it, for them or Google or whoever making these additional controls is code that they have to pay to write that doesn't make them any money in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Like there is this is not revenue generating to to introduce yeah. browser session detection, uh, new device detection, additional access controls. None of this stuff makes them any money. It's just like a requirement to do business. But Obviously, now we're seeing some bigger creators. Lots of creators are getting hit by this. Yeah. Big creators, medium-sized creators, even small creators are getting hit by the same exact attack. This isn't the first time it's happened, and it won't be the last time it happened. So, Well, outside of creators, and to go to this article, just attacking sessions or cookies, your browser, right? Exactly. That's, that's the new surface that opens up a lot of other attack avenues. And people need to be aware. Endpoint. Yeah, mm -hmm. people need to be aware. And it's one of those things uh, I've personally, a lot of people have been trying to like raise awareness of this issue for years and it hasn't gotten a lot of traction. So hopefully we can just continue to push. The general user population needs to be aware of the value of their cookies is higher than the value of their passwords, especially in a world with MFA. I don't okay. care where your passwords are. I want your cookies. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, which is a crazy thing to say because you know, passwords are, have been king for a long time. Yeah. Cookies so. are life. It's, it's no different. Hey, cookies, I'm, are, life. cookies are. are life. Yeah. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess next, I, we should probably run through. There's some sad, sad news of a few people have passed away that are noteworthy, apparently. Gordon Moore being the first one that I'm aware of. If you don't know what Moore's law is, then I don't really know if you're computer adjacent or not. But What's Moore's law? haven't heard about uh moore's law is that every t every two years i get twice as stupid wait no um no wait. no is it that no, people no, no, get no, no, stupider no, no. over the count of semiconductors goes down <clears throat> no. now moore's law is like basically a law that 
at the end of the day, whether it's true or not is some mathematician's problem, not mine, but essentially says that processes are going to get sequentially faster and faster and faster over time, which has generally played out. Um, it actually, mm -hmm. the law specifically talks more about like transistors per inch or something, but mm -hmm. yeah, he passed well, away I, and then, yeah. Um, I, wasn't it in the sixties or yeah, it was in 1965 that he made the, uh, prediction. So, yeah, and it, it, was it very, did, yeah. It panned out for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like people argue now whether it's still true or not. I think it roughly is. Like, if you really follow oh, yeah. the general trend line, it still is. But so, anyway, yeah, he passed away. And then there's another one. I'm not familiar with this person, but someone named Kelly. Kelly. Aloria. Aloria Lum. Yeah. Super uh, sad. I'd young. Never heard of yeah. her, but. Yeah. Very sad. Not great topic for the news, but if they're newsworthy, I guess rest in peace, Gordon Moore and Aloria. Speaking about resting in pieces, Twitter. The dumpster fire that keeps on burning. So now they're saying their their source code got leaked. I, I assume this Again. was. Is this intentional? Did Elon do it? Did Elon do it? Elon leaked it. So I don't think Elon could. He doesn't have get access. No, it was, it no. was leaked. <laughs> he shouldn't have get access. He doesn't have pool power. From yeah. what I can tell, he's got get access. But. Oh God! Uh, I guess it was uh, leaked code taken down by sending a copyright infringement notice to get uh, to GitHub. So the question is, how did it get leaked? I guess someone found it. It's unclear. Uh, yeah, that just means they haven't tracked a guy's IP address yet. <laughs> Twitter sale fifty percent off. Wait, wait, no. It, it says that it had been public. It was yeah. It was on. But the question is, who was it? Intentional yeah, data exposure, yeah. or was it like someone actually it did it accidentally? Yeah. I mean, I all I'm going to say is, if Elon says quit or quit or be sleeping in your office, I might just accidentally hit get commit on some code. Whoops. <laughs> well, um, oops. Oh no. The other the other uh, news thing that uh, Twitter is getting rid of the blue check mark, like officially. If you uh, if you don't if pay, if you don't pay. Right. And why does that matter from a security standpoint? Obviously, the scammers are just drooling to get the opportunity to, you know, all these people who are going to lose their blue check mark and they could be so and so. And now, oh, it's even point. better than that, though. It's even better than that. If you have the blue check mark, you can hide it. I don't what? know what? why. What? I know. No, they're bringing out something where where if you you have the blue check mark and you bought it. You can hide it. Why would you want to hide it? I right. don't Not, know. Yeah. You want people Wait. to think you're just a nobody when you're really like Brad Pitt. Like, so, I, so you don't this, out right? yourself as an Elon fan. So, so here's, here's what's interesting, right? It's, 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 it's a sad day when we're worried about a blue check mark, right? And mm. I just look at it from a standpoint. It, it really is. It's a sad day when we're just worried about a, um, a blue check mark and it's just making people think they're more important than what they really are. Mm. Well, well, not anymore. Like, I have $8, so that means I'm important. So what I think is funny <laughs> is the blue checkmark came out to distinguish the legitimate person versus the, you know, the scammer. Correct. It was an identity else. access was an verification thing. That was it, yeah. right? And then obviously it turned into a big thing where if you got a checkmark, you were obviously notable and famous and blah, blah, blah. 
Um, in some cases, they definitely were, but really it was just meant to be like, hey, this is the actual person and not just someone <laughs> pretending to be that person. I can't believe right. it was that a trust uh, social media acquired by an insane billionaire is turning into a disaster and is going to be used for disinformation and scams. I, it's going to be used. Twitter was probably one of the safer places to be, and now it's probably not anymore. <laughs> it was, well, the... Was the internet ever really safe? Yeah, I don't feel uh, safe online. I mean, I, I, I mean, at least they would say like this comment is really the president versus like Donald Trump official, and it just has a blue check mark and he's tweeting links oh. to Bitcoin. Like, but then oh, he actually, yeah. you know, I don't know. <laughs> All social media is the problem. All of, I would argue that the, that's not actually the problem. The problem is that we have no People. data privacy laws whatsoever. And social media just takes advantage of that. Wade! He made Wade it. Wade has arrived. Wade's late. He's in the wrong time zone. D- right, come in right during DLP. Come, mm. on, in. come on in. Come on in, Wade. <laughs> All right. So now that Wade's here, we can finally discuss an image of the Pope in a puffer jacket. Uh, yeah. yes. Dude, I, I totally Pope fell for it. Shit. I totally I thought weird. that was real. We I thought it was your real. opinion about his puffer jacket? So, okay, does anyone actually know, like, why is this newsworthy other than being, like, sick? But, like, outside of that, like, is it, is it, like, AI scary? Uh, yeah, well, this people, comes back to the, also the, uh, the uh, robot-generated AI, pope? No, the oh. AI pictures of Trump getting arrested that were spreading, like, wildfire on the internet mm-hmm. uh, the uh, other week. So, yeah. This and is, then people are like, oh, this is happening, you know, it's just... One step closer to Futurama Pope, you know, <laughs> like that's hey. that's all this is. And, By the way, yeah. regardless of your political opinion, watching those photos, is, those photos are pretty it, fun. It, they're they're pretty hilarious. hilarious. The ones, <laughs> the ones of the Pope are amazing. It. He's got like the big like million dollar <laughs> gem crucifix. Like, oh, oh man, man. <laughs> that man is, look, he is. Look at that. He is dipped. He is. He actually like it's amazing. There's there's more too. There's more. He's got like the what is that like a water bottle? They got the hands right. Oh yeah. (laughs) I don't know that (laughs) that left hand looks a little weird. Yeah, I was gonna say that's true. Also, what's he holding? Because it looks like a half a water bottle, half of a JPEG. (laughs) My my wife has one of those. It's like it's the cup that also has the blender in it. You know, like <laughs> what oh, the Pope's yeah. like, he, he's doing like lean he's, protein. He's juicing. He's juicing. Oh, he's he's juicing. Juicing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and put some white Corsair headphones on him. Oh, man. that He's legit. Look at whoa, that. whoa! He's not sponsored. No, right? no. <laughs> this is someone. So one of the Reddit comments was like v- Vatican X Balenciaga. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly. <laughs> not so, Vatican X. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I basically think like where we're at now is no one can say like, okay, honestly, though, is there any way to tell whether this is real? Like, did this actually happen? I know that in this case, someone just said I made this on mid journey, but like, is there forensically or otherwise a way like if we're sitting in court and the Pope's getting sued for defamation because he wore Bal- Balenciaga, is there a way to like actually say like, is this AI generated? Yes or no? Is there some expert that's like. I'm a Photoshop expert, and I could tell you this is real or whatever. Uh, I mean, right, right I'm, click, I'm sure look at properties. The, there has to be something in terms of how the algorithm generates it. I mean, when you get down into the low level of, especially JPEGs and and other images, there are 
I'm sure that there's got to yeah, be artifacts that can be ID. Yeah, this, go, this goes back to uh, like trying to identify chat GPT essays, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be like they wrote an AI did, for that, hey, then that didn't know, work. Did, did they? It, oh no, it, I'm gonna have to go use, rewrite some things. I'll be right back. It, it, <laughs> I mean, they did it. Use language recognition to ID mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling when she writes under a different name. Then or maybe they're sure. just identifying random teenagers trying to act like like I don't know like it could be but it could also not be like a, you, I, you throw it into Grammarly Grammarly changes some stuff you're fine right you could throw one of these yeah. image into Photoshop change the color gradient a little bit no one would know the difference you would be I, fine. I think it's basically going to come down to like the value of this kind of stuff that can be generated by AI, whatever the thing is, it goes down significantly. Like in the 1950s, if you had a picture like this. 100% of people would say, is this real? Yes. Because back then mm-hmm. it would have been basically impossible to get anywhere near faking a picture of the Pope wearing like a right. puffer jacket. Right now, like nineties, probably maybe what 90% of people would have said, yeah, it seems legit. Early two thousands. We started having Photoshop where people, yeah. you know, we had Nick cage with the bird hair. Like there were some yeah. early photoshops where things were getting pretty intense. Now we just have <laughs> AI. So like now right. it's like, I feel like no one, any image, it doesn't matter what it is. I could take an image of you like, right in front it. of you yep. and then ask you, is this really you? Is this real? Honestly, and you could argue on <laughs> lots of phones. We didn't talk about this article, but I guess I'm bringing it in. The Samsung <gasps> moon debacle. Has anyone followed this? No. <laughs> what happened? So, okay. So, I, wanted to go, I wanted to ask one question. Have you ever seen the NKJ app? This is going for a complete tangent. No. Go go Google Chrome and look up NKJ. All right. That's oh it. no! Is this the one that changes all images to yeah, replace Google? Y- yeah, uh, yeah, you do. Th- <laughs> okay. Uh, no. So uh, the yeah. Samsung thing I'm talking about, and Ryan, you can probably find a link. So Samsung had basically they kind of got exposed because they had an algorithm that said if there's a black background and a white circle in the middle, mm-hmm. assume it's the moon and just basically make an image of the moon that looks really good, basically. <laughs> So like there's and there's videos and stuff, but basically if you take a light bulb, put it in a black background, zoom in on it, Samsung will give you this insanely. There you go. <laughs> It'll give you this insanely <laughs> high resolution image of the moon, right? So like you could literally take your phone, zoom in on the moon, take a picture of it, and the image that you get would not be real. Like it would basically be uh, fake. Like it's 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 a uh, copy essentially made by the ai um for various reasons and it's pretty cool but it's also pretty scary so i guess what i'm saying is even if you take a picture mm-hmm. on your phone is it really the picture that you actually took mm-hmm. like maybe That's, not yeah you could yeah right. you could go with the google uh erase function too right erasing stuff out of the have you used that at all or for, like facetune or yeah like yeah it, like, oh yeah look at look at well, snapchat filters or snapchat, snapchat look at filters, 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 right? snapchat filters yeah. What's, but this what's is the native, phone where you can actually is, pull people out of images? Yeah, the Google yeah. has that where you can just okay. straight pull them out. But it's like this is native example. Ooh. Like this is the camera app. This isn't like there. Basically, if you had the Samsung device and you didn't know where the settings were to turn this off, it is like which it is a setting you can turn off. You would have no way of knowing that the images you're taking are AI generated. That's it's when scary. you. That's it's a, when you're clicking the shutter and you're not actively saying put a filter on this. Because <laughs> you don't know that you're doing this, but Correct. the camera could be doing it for you. That's, that's if, the controversy. Yeah. And how, what it was in the Samsung app is basically in the settings, there's just a general setting in the camera app that says, use AI to enhance photos. Who wouldn't enable that? 
you're assuming it's like adjusting the lighting and making your cat look that much prettier. But what it's actually doing is just completely <laughs> replacing the moon with the picture they found. So, <laughs> what's next? Anyone got some anything. spicy articles they want to talk about? Super spicy. Oh, they, uh, I, not to loop back around, and uh, this one wasn't in here, but it should have been. There's a uh, old Mac stealer that's out that's uh just been put out in one of the forums wait there's no malware for mac i know isn't that the wild part right you're a pc yeah. i'm a mac i'm a pc you're a you're mac. a mac i'm a pc wait no anyways so uh same thing it's a uh malware it's a stealer for the mac os and it takes uh your passwords from your um uh, what do you call it keychain Right, so iCloud keychain. Oh yeah, is, give me all that goodies. Rough. There's actually a picture in the um, in the article here of the uh, so it posts the uh, data to a Telegram uh, with like what the uh, IP is, the host name, and what kind of goodies are on there. It looks for Bitcoin wallets, all the other fun stuff. So um, yeah, I, I think I might have to spin up a Mac VM and see what it actually looks like because knowing Apple, there's probably like 50 different boxes you have to click allow to get this to actually run. Mm, you'd be surprised. Like it's probably like this is from an unverified source okay then you have to go in security settings you have to click approve then it's probably like this, is true. this then it's probably like this app wants access to your iCloud keychain and you have to be like <laughs> approve <laughs> well, this, this I, is true I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to yeah. give it a shot give it a now, shot is this different from whatever was used at the uh, Pwn to Own on macOS Mm, and, I'm pretty sure Pwn to Own was a uh, zero day because that's pretty much yeah. Pwn to uh, Own's usually zero all days. zero days. Yeah, so that's why they let's show up. See. Let's so this is Pwn to Own. This is the basically I would say the premier zero day conference. That's what I would call mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I think the original <laughs> one. Where's the original? Is it China? I don't know. Afcon? No. No. Anyway, this is Pwn to Own Vancouver 2023, which happened recently. Um, let's see. What was was there a Mac exploit? I'm looking through the list of exploits. There's quite a few. They, they said uh, Wait, Tesla, Ubuntu, and Mac OS. I think Tesla. There was a Tesla. Some Tesla, Tesla was app. the reward. Tesla, like you win a Tesla. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, is that is that no, really I a they, win? They actually hacked the. No, I think they did. They hack the car and then get to take it home. They hacked the car and then got a got a, a car just for hacking the car. <laughs> Here, I think that's actually what car happened. And we're going to give you the car you just hacked. I think right. that's actually what happened. Today, yeah, Adobe <laughs> Reader was exploited. Uh, SharePoint what? was exploited. They time of check to time to use was the exploit against the Tesla and a Tesla model. VirtualBox yeah. was hacked. Windows 11 was hacked. Uh, zero day vulnerability, escalate privileges on Mac OS, 40 grand. The Tesla got him 100 Ooh. grand. It was a Safari I exploit mean, for the Mac OS. I really feel like I should send a condolence, like bouquet or, or something, to my old boss who insisted that, oh, we don't need antivirus software on our Macs in the company. No, Macs well, never get viruses. They're impenetrable. Pwn to own. So, okay. So Ben from KC has an interesting point here, which we may have overlooked. 
Isn't that what Pwn to Own is called? Pwn to Own? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> if you pwn it, you, you, you pwn it. You own it. <laughs> okay, so Ben from CDC, I would respond to you with this. First of all, yeah. I'm an idiot, and I apologize for not seeing that connection sooner. <laughs> Second of all, I just want to say, if I owned Adobe Reader, I don't want that. I don't want to own that. <laughs> If right? I so like, Safari, one I of the exploits, a virtual box, dude, virtual box, I can just go download that for free. Right. So I don't want it. Corey, can you go pwn me an Xbox real yeah, quick? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I understand. I understand the, the, yeah, it makes sense. I, yes. It's a cool, it makes sense. However, I don't want to take home virtual box, Adobe reader and Ubuntu. I want the Tesla. Those are scores. At least you got something. Just give me the Tesla. I also don't want windows 11 yeah i'm gonna take windows 11 home and put it straight in the garbage the xbox example it would be way way less money to just go buy one of those suckers and spend all that time to find that it's It's, it's the cloud all right it doesn't this xbox says pwn to own on it oh that's why it's a a good collector's edition edition. luckily other people on on youtube comments are saying that they also didn't see the whole pwn to own connection thing so we're not the only stupid people in the world Oh, Corey, you, you are the you smartest it. dumb guy or the dumbest smart guy I know. <laughs> well, I'm going to go hack Adobe Reader so I can get a license because it's not free. Go. Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted Adobe Reader just so bad. Uh, oh, but yeah, I mean, I also would like to say the rewards are intense. I mean, yeah, there are no blockchain yeah. bug bounty rewards, but they are, Ooh. I mean, millions. I mean, like big money. Yeah. I guess being smart pays. I mean, that's too bad that I'm not smart enough to actually find zero days, but someone is. Yeah. Or maybe just being persistent and like buzzing a problem for like eight hours, which Mm. is just hard. So speaking of not being smart, Ferrari got breached. Mm. Mamma mia. Uh, Mamma mia. Ferrari Ransomware, does everything guys. like yeah. do like everything by hand already, right? I was gonna say, what did they breach the espresso machine that was internet yeah. connected? Like, <laughs> dude, they have a website. All right, there, there is something there. Do they? Yeah, lattes <laughs> for everybody. Yeah, you can buy one of their cars on the internet. You just have to use Bitcoin. Don't ask. Don't worry about it. Uh huh. Mm. Oh my gosh, the mm. client communication is titled "Dear Ferrarista." Is that the really what they? Is that really how they refer to their customers? I guess. Uh, this, the, Ferraris, Ferrarista. Thank you, Troy, yeah, for giving us this letter. Limited number of systems in our T environment. Not the like, espresso machine. Not the names, espresso. addresses, email addresses. So basically, this is just rich people. Yeah. That are go- they're going yeah. after. They were just or, like, we're not paying the ransom, and they got your data. Sorry. Don't worry. They all got LifeLock anyway. I will you say, know they're fine. The other fun thing about Ferrari, and I know this is true, they actually make more money from branding and merch sales than they do from their car division. So, so this database, like whoever hacked this database is like, yeah, I'm going to get all the rich people. But what they got was a bunch of Eastern European people that spent $20 on Ferrari one time, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. it's not they just rich people that buy Ferrari stuff. I, I one time got a phishing email from one of the premier... We'll call it premier like motorist companies. And I immediately wanted to try to figure out who I could report it to to see if I could get free merch. I'm like, I want a hat real bad. And then uh, 
Don't ask. But, they're like, we don't care about cybersecurity. No, they didn't. <laughs> Sending me malware and stuff. How dare they? You're not a fraudista. Female. <laughs> yeah, I guess it can happen to anyone. What if, yeah. what if you're a barista that drives a, fer- a Ferrari? <laughs> then you're a, a burfri. Burfista? I don't know. However, you <laughs> a Ferrari, a Ferrari, a Ferrari. <laughs> then you stole it because baristas don't make that much. No, no, no. Yeah. A Ferrari is what happens when you're driving a Ferrari in a really cold climate, and you have to put the top down, and it's <laughs> oh. okay, wow. okay, okay. Wow, we've gone there. One more. Who wants to do one more? Five minutes. We got one more. Cure. Quick fire. Scalpers. Quick fire. Did you do the Linus Tech Tips one? <laughs> No, we kind of touched yeah. on it. Uh, like, I will say that we talked video... about it last time, didn't we? Like, just that no. it happened. He it gets... was on the CoinSec. Oh, it was CoinSec. Oh. Well, basically, yeah. okay. So LTT was hacked. They were hacked via a screen, uh, an interesting payload, which is basically a, a info stealer. Which go read my blog if you don't know what an info stealer is. But basically, uh, PDF. Zi- okay, so zip file, PDF. But it's not a PDF. It just looks like a PDF. It's an executable format. They actually use an interesting executable format. It's like a S... It's a Windows... Uh, let's see, what was it? It's like a um, screensaver format. So it's actually mm-hmm. an interesting format. Like SCR. SCR. Yeah. SCR, yeah. So it's an SCR, which is an executable format. It was inflated. So it's 700, 700 meg payload. Megs, yeah. Which is pretty cool because we do that for red it's teams, a common of course. technique, yeah. Common technique. Um... There was a Basically, vulnerability out for SCR. It was like dot, dot .pdf dot .scr inflated to 700 megs, which means it probably won't be scanned by heuristics. Extensions are not displayed by default on Windows, so they didn't know it was an SCR. It looked like a PDF. They clicked it. They got compromised, didn't realize they were compromised. There is some unknown... We don't know whether it would have slipped past Defender. I can't possibly see it slipping past Defender, but... Maybe it was modified. Like, no one knows the actual sample that was, I don't know. You really we'll think see. he has Defender? How many people does he have employed? Probably, like... A hundred. He has a hundred? There's no way he doesn't have Defender. Yeah. You, Defender's free, dude. It's literally yeah. included. It's hard it, to not have it's, it. It's yes. Hey, no, you got, okay, so... to turn it, it off? Said, no, it said his... Didn't it say one, it was one of his editors, right? Sure. Yeah. Do you think he edits on Windows? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think some so. crazy I, people I, do. I didn't. Yeah. It had it to be Windows. It had to be SCR, dude. Mac doesn't SCR. know what to do that, with SCR. That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think about. No, it was an SCR. It was Windows. Yeah, it was Windows. Who edits on Windows in production? It it, it doesn't matter. Adobe works on both. Dude, they use yeah, they use Adobe. They're Adobe, Adobe Final Cut. Well, Dude, either way, that's the one thing I'll be an elitist Mac person on. Is uh, you act, you act like <laughs> Adobe the isn't thing. the standard for like yeah. every video editing shop. Anyway. Basically, interesting hack raised a lot of security awareness, and I thought their video explaining it was very, very good. Yeah, it was. Why was, it was he naked for so long? While he, well, would well, you put on pants if your whole life was? It's your apart? house too. I could. If I don't Who has that phone, many video cameras in their house when you walk around? Does, naked? Obviously, I would. I would have been. I felt bad for the editor. Uh, people the FBI would, is probably going to come in and request those videos. Okay, here's who. He's always here's, Canadian. Here's who has that many cameras. Someone who's first of all has two kids. Second of all, someone who's pretty like publicly noteworthy. So when some dude tries to break into their house, they can see it. And also, fun fact about the whole like blurring the guy's genitals. People were like, "Oh, we feel bad because someone had to blur out his genitals." But then someone told me, <laughs> "Here's how they." 
here's how they actually do it. He blurs the whole video first, and then he filters out. Like he he centers. He like he blurs the whole video first. Then he like centers in on what he doesn't want to unblur. So the it's reverse. like that's okay. so actually no no one that was an editor had to look at his junk in the video. Got it. God help. That's, God that's help going the, the long way around that one. Yeah. But okay. yeah. <laughs> Correct, but that's how you avoid would, seeing you? your boss's junk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either way, you should see the videos Ryan has to blur out. They're oh, pretty God. crazy. Oh man. Oh, Editing. You should see our other podcast, the Naked News podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Naked insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> Poor that, that was a real thing. At yeah, one that's point. a real thing, right? Yeah. Naked <laughs> what do you mean was? <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's still going. I haven't, I haven't heard naked. about it in like a yeah, decade plus. So the yeah. uh, the end result of this was somebody executed. They got session tokens, which we talked about earlier, and they then got cookies. Yeah. Got cookies, right? Session data and passwords, but and they didn't password. use the passwords because yes. they didn't have to. And then, so the the reason why it went on for so long is one, uh, Linus didn't really know what was going on per se in the attack. But more importantly, um, there was a lot of things that he called out and that he messed up with. Maybe he could have caught him with the EDR, better security on the device. Maybe he could have um, you know, had better security controls inside of the um, YouTube, but then kind of falls back on Google because does. Google, Google doesn't do... like Once you're on that thing, the, the expiring those sessions... Um, there's no conditional access controls, privileged kind of ac- privileged access, like posting a video. You can't decide who can do that and who can't. Um, so there's a lot of, I mean, YouTube. Does there is really- no creator on the yeah. face. That, I think part of it is like, this is a site not really built. They didn't realize, yeah. but now there is a 100 person company that is dependent on this site for their revenue, for their that's, primary stream of revenue. That's and a it good just point. wasn't built for that. Like, How do we I, link I, Active Directory with our YouTube? <laughs> oh god so okay the other thing that is the, the other thing that like there is no creator on the face of the planet that would care that would be mad if their session token got invalidated when they tried to change their channel name just saying like if i go to change my channel name and it says we don't think you're you please verify that just makes like is is there like a log out of all sessions YouTube? I was wondering that, and that, they did say they changed. He also said he changed the passwords, by yeah. the way, which yeah, multiple times, but it never invalidated the session. If you change your credentials, it should invalidate all sessions. All the but sessions, d- yeah. But yeah. that's yes. where it gets into like credential management, where I don't know. Like he mentioned, this is like gets into really weird specifics, but he mentioned that they use some kind of additional add-on that does yes. granular permissions in YouTube. And it's possible that that just creates a master session token mm-hmm. and that that isn't possibly like, I don't know the details of how that site yep. works or how that app works, but like, it's possible that like the session token they stole was like the session token that was in the other app. So it doesn't get seen by YouTube. I don't know. But either but, way, YouTube, if you go to try to change your channel name, it should just invalidate all the sessions and say, why? Or at what least doing? have should, the ability to enable common, that feature. Yeah. Right? I mean, there are a lot of sites where if I change my password, I have the ability to log out from all other sessions. Yes. But yes. it's not a default. It's not an automatic. 
Yeah. It's What's not the, the uh, norm. Okay. It's, I'll play it's it be. In. I'll play the devil's right. advocate. What's the return on investment on that? Nothing. Right? Like how zero. Right? Nothing. Zero. Uh, like how many people are actually gonna use like there's some big YouTubers, right? But how many YouTubers are there compared to how many is, would actually use it? This is well, the okay. Thing. You, YouTube has a long history of not really caring that much about yeah. what the creators long want. history. So it's yeah. not really it's like Twitter being like, Hey, we're getting rid of the blue checkbox. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone expected that. Right. So, um, but the, yeah, the other, the other thing, um, besides, uh, YouTube, which af- definitely has security issues to blame and it's not just, uh, Linus, but, um, on Linus aside, having actual EDR, right? Like bringing in more, more advanced security products. Are they going to catch everything? No. Right. But, but you definitely might get a chance at least some kind of telemetry, right? Some kind of data to let you know that. Yeah. And they were well aware. Like I didn't tune into the whole thing, but like on the show, the live show, they were talking about like people, a bunch of people offered, like we do penetration testing. Of course, like, you know, we're not that we're talking to them, but like other security companies, I'm sure are like, Hey, we can help you. And they were kind of like, we appreciate that, but we need to like, it sounded like they really hadn't taken some of the basic steps, like, you know, implementing even, you know, so they didn't, they didn't get into specifics of what they aren't and aren't doing, but like, it sounded like they really are more interested in like getting an EDR, basic, basic permissions management, basic stuff like that. So that's been um, like the theme of several of his videos, right? Like I know he had one where his raids, yes. they, didn't, they didn't have backups and they had other yes. ones where servers went out. So it's just like it's a regular funny, company though. everywhere. Yeah, you do, it, nobody upgrades until it's well, too late. <laughs> correct. Yeah. The CIA it's, it's, model applies to everybody. Okay. Like every, everybody. It's, and it's funny because it's, it's weirdly in a weird way, rewarding for them to make content about how screwed they are. Like it kind of, it's like, it <laughs> oh, almost is, it almost is like a revenue stream, like screwing yourself over and making funny videos about it. Like you could build this into your business plan and say, we got hacked and like that video is going to get like a bajillion views, right? So, it's like it's like causing drama between you. Yeah, it's like that but hacked, we go. not as bad as that. No, yeah. It's not as bad. But like it's similar it, I don't know. It I wouldn't say it's to that level of like clout chasing, but it's like um yeah, negative publicity still publicity. Yeah. That's a great comment. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's a uh, it's a doozy, but it won't be the first. It hasn't been the first time. It hasn't been other, the first time, yeah. And it won't be the last. Like no. these stealer, info stealer malware are there to stay. These are, it steals your cookies. It's going to be a, a good attack that sticks around for a long time because it works. Yeah. So, all right. I think we're good to call it. Thanks yeah, everyone for joining. Everything. Have a great week. Watch out for the news next week. We're going to be, t- actually, I'm not going to be here next week. So, what you're where not are you gonna be what i'm going what? skiing i'm 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 out i'm, I'm done Rains. you're gonna be you're, you're, you're gonna go analog i'm gonna go analog i'm not taking my phone i'm going to another country that's definitely not canada and uh you know i'm, I'm not gonna be around so okay good luck with the news right, it'll be we'll much better next out. week <laughs> oh uh we'll miss you next week Corey. all right roll, roll definitely roll okay kill it kill it with kill fire it. I thought Ryan killed it like...